It's Thursday, April 28th, and I'm Pastor Brian Barino, and you are listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast aimed to give you a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all prepare for this upcoming Sunday sermon. Today's passage is from Genesis, chapter 2, verses 18 through 25. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took out one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This is at last, this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of the man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Of course, we're going to give the, um, the week that we're going to talk about nakedness to the student pastor. So, which, by the way, when I moved here um, nine years ago, Students used to pick on me constantly about the way I said the word meaning you're not wearing any clothes. They would say it's naked. I would say, no, nah, man, it's naked. So from a South Carolina guy, it's naked. Um, so there's a lot in these verses. And there's some things that I have always wondered about. What did Adam think when he saw the platypus? Why did he name it a platypus? What did he think when he saw the giraffe? Why did he name it a giraffe? But those questions are not germane to our discussion today. So it's really interesting. You know, it talks here about man is not being good for man to be alone and that there needed to be a helper fit for him. And it's interesting that God allowed Adam to walk through all the other animals, all the other living things. So that not only God knew that, but Adam knew that. That, hey man, it's not good for me to be alone. And God created a woman to be Adam's partner in life. Jennifer is my partner. I, I tell people that um, because of who I am and the way God created me to be, I need a minder. I need someone to help mind me. Um, remind me to do things and to... And to sometimes thump me on the head and say, hey, use your mind. Um, you shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have done that. You know, that kind of thing. Gently, as a wife does, and right now all of the husbands are nodding. And if you're listening to this with your wife, you're looking at your wife. And your wife is, you know, the wives are looking at their husbands. It's just great. Um, because no matter what, like that's true of just about every marriage. Is that when you really get down to it. Guys realize that they couldn't do they they couldn't do what they do in marriage without their wife, like and that you know there's a reason the Bible says man what a great gift a guy finds when he finds a wife. 
And so Adam breaks out in poetry. You know, we, we talk about that. You know, Ben talked about that last Sunday where he breaks out in, in what what is Hebrew love poetry. You know, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Um, you know, for this reason, man and woman will leave and cleave. They'll leave their families and become one flesh. They'll become one um, one entity. I mean, there's a reason that in marriage ceremonies, we say what God has joined together, let no man separate. Because God has created that union of man and wife in marriage to become one entity. And there's a reason that, that later in the New Testament, in Ephesians, it talks about that husband and wife relationship is really a picture of Jesus and the church. And no one can separate that because we know that Christ loves us so much that he was willing to die on the cross for our sins. And that's the type, that's what marriage companionship and the marriage relationship is supposed to look like. Being willing to give all that you are to your spouse and letting nothing come between that. The problem becomes is right after this, we find that sin enters the world. And we see that that sin causes a distortion, a warping, a fracturing of the perfection found in the garden. And that is the reality that we deal with in today's world. Is that even though this union was perfect, that sin can weasel its way into that and begin to fracture it. I mean, there's a reason that God says the man and wife were both naked and were not ashamed is because that is a proper thing. This is, there is nothing that should get in the middle of that relationship. There is nothing that should cause shame. Husband and wife should know each other just as much as Christ knows his church. And I know that that's not always the way that it works in our marriages today because of sin. But let me encourage you today, is if you are married or one day hope to be married, I pray that you would not put up barriers between you and your spouse. And especially not put up barriers between you and God. I'm Brian Barron, and we'll meet again next time on Simple Rhythms.